Welcome to the Love Lab podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single or couple, this is the show for you because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Céline Rémy. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab podcast, and this is episode 51, and it is titled 14 Ways to Add More Romance to Your Relationship. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm like, romance, romance, romance. Yes, it's happening. And um, I really wanted to do this episode because when it comes to romance, there is a misconception that we think that, oh, this is something that women want. And yes, we do want it. But guess what? Guys, men want romance as well. And they might want it slightly differently. And that's part of what we are going to dive into today. We said 14 ways. 14 ways because seven ways of how to romance him and seven ways on how to romance her. So we're going to dive in deep for the man and woman perspective, give you our opinions, give you our well, what we do for each other. So it's going to get juicy and romantic and hopefully you'll be magically inspired. And as always, whenever we give you a list, <clears throat> it's not uh, the full expansive list of every way that you could possibly romance somebody. Um, they're just a couple of the top ones and ones that we thought were fun. And, you know, it's also interesting too, because yeah, there is a misconception about romance and, and there's this stereotype that it's always the women who want romance. Mm -hmm. And the men are like kind of just a bunch of big dumb idiots who don't really care. <laughs> and, and like many stereotypes, uh, it's just not true. Now, granted, there are many stereotypes where there's some truth to it. And I think where this particular stereotype comes from is the fact that men simply want something different mm -hmm. in their romance. And so that's something we're going to talk about in this episode is the differences like what, what do we as men consider to be romantic versus what women consider to be romantic? And is there any intersection between the two? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as we were getting ready for this episode, we were kind of like talking about it and realizing that romance comes up when people really don't experience it. You know, when it's happening in the relationship, nobody really questions it or thinks about it. It's just it, right? But when it disappears, suddenly it becomes this big, giant thing that's missing. Yeah, well, so what's, what's really funny about that is that in the beginning of a relationship, when you're in that new relationship energy and all the chemicals are flowing and all of that, you're doing romantic things all the time without even realizing you're doing romantic things. Mm -hmm, that is so true. And then somehow, I don't know, you lose it. And, and that's some of the things we'll dive in and, and kind of like what happens. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is, like Kevin said, this is like a list of ideas. Our goal is to inspire you because ultimately what makes romance so good is when it's tailored and specific to the person. It's not because you read it in the magazine or you heard it on the Love Lab podcast. Yes, they most likely are going to work, but it's better if it's really targeted to the person that you are delivering it to. Yeah, so know your partner, right? Absolutely. And we've done multiple episodes that talk about communication. So mm -hmm. if communication is an issue, in other words, if you're sitting there thinking, I have no idea what my partner thinks is romantic, mm -hmm. then you need to up your communication game. And here's the thing. You don't have to figure it all out on your own. And 
It is something that I have a lot of the couples that come to see me do as one of their home play is to each create a list of romantic ideas, of ways that that they would feel loved. Because sometimes when we think of romance, you know, it's also, it's really about generating that love, loving feeling, right? That's why we want romance. And so... I tell people, create a list for your partner so they don't need to try to figure it all out. And also pay attention to your partner. What kind of movies are they drawn to, especially if, if that's a woman? Like, what kind of books does she read? What kind of movies does she like? When does she go like, ooh, ah, oh my God, it's so romantic when you hear stories of friends and stuff and like take little notes or, or when, I don't know, you guys are looking through a magazine or online or whatever and she's like, oh, this is so pretty and it's like a jewelry, but down into the list of things to remember because we get so busy sometimes like, oh, for sure, I'm going to remember what they wanted and they liked and we don't. So those lists help us because it's just like it becomes easy when we have a desire to do something for the other, then all we need to do is read the list and pick the one that inspires us in the moment. And guys, it's much easier now than it used to be. You have all the technology in the palm of your hand. <laughs> just make some notes. The notes application is your best friend. And Google Doc works very well too. Do you remember at the beginning of our relationship, I made a romance document for <laughs> you? You did. You did. You made, you made a Google Doc and shared it with me with an extensive list of all the things that you thought were romantic. <laughs> Honestly, it was quite helpful. <laughs> and the thing is, the reason it was a, a Google Doc is because it's easy to edit and we can both go in it and then I was like I told Kevin and I said hey I'll I'll edit stuff I'll add things as I, as I think things through and it's funny it just popped into my head because it's probably been years since either one of us went on that document mm-hmm. um, and I feel very much romanced and loved and desired so the purpose has been achieved like <laughs> you you reached your goal of making me feel Woo-hoo. romanced and, and loved so good job Kevin <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> So we were thinking about romance and when it comes to the dynamic of men and women, there's definitely an author, a man that has contributed a lot to our understanding of the dynamic. And his name is John Gray. And you've probably heard of him, uh, read maybe his book, uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And, and I, I mean, he's got dozens of yeah, books. Yeah, that's probably his, his most well-known title. Yeah. But he's written tons of books on the subject. And they're really cool. Um, they give you a good understanding of what's going on. And then, you know, you can step back and see how it applies into your life. Again, it's not like dogmatic. Um, but he had some cool things to say about romance. And one of the things that he said was, the best way to increase romance and ecstasy in a relationship is trying new things. I don't mean in the bedroom, although that can certainly help. I mean new activities, planning dates to new places, to new places, enjoying new conversations or new experiences together as a couple. So as you hear it, the newness. And I think that's one of the struggle that most people get stuck in when they've been together for a while. They stop bringing in new things. Yeah, they get too much into a routine, mm-hmm. especially if you have kids and you have busy jobs and you just get sort of in that routine where you're just kind of like spinning around in circles doing the same thing all the time. And so while breaking out of that routine and doing new things will certainly 
add romance to your relationship, it'll have a ton of other benefits as well. It's not good to get stuck in ruts. It's not good to get stuck in physical ruts. It's not mm-hmm. good to get stuck in mental ruts. Absolutely. And that's something that you and I share. We like to take new roads. Uh, like we, we're driving and yes, there is a way to go from point A to point B. And then we're like, hey, how about like trying through this street or going that way? You know, it's like it could be really simple things that don't really require you to uh, spend a ton of money or, or like, you know, like think about it for hours. It's It could be as simple as driving from your home to an event you're going and be like, hey, how about we try this street instead you know we we totally did this just very recently we were on our way to an event and the way the gps was telling us to go was like tons of traffic and i was like well it's probably been 10 years but i think i know another way and let's let's try it and you're like but the gps is i'm like i don't care what the gps says i'm like i know another way i'm like just trust me and that was fun um, and so I want to finish one more thing about romance and what's happening in the brain, according to John Gray, okay? Um, he's saying that it's easier to bring back the newness in a relationship when you understand the brain chemicals associating with falling in love, okay? So one of the things that happens when we fall in love is the dopamine levels in your brain that skyrockets. Dopamine creates the feelings of pleasure, Another thing that happens is serotonin level rises in the brain. The serotonin creates a feeling of optimism and helps you think positive. So remember, we always like to say that it's kind of like a hormonal shower when people are what they call in love at the beginning, because it's all like these things happening within the body and and sometimes that's what people get addicted to. But once you understand that it's those things that are being released, those hormones, those neurotransmitters, and that dopamine, serotonin, all of that is really essential, then you need to seek ways that will reactivate the release of these hormones in your body. And there certainly are plenty of them. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So ultimately, romance will spice up a sex life and it doesn't have to be complicated. So I'm very curious. I want to jump in into how to romance a guy and what men think is romantic. Kevin, you're going to be on the spotlight. (laughs) This was actually kind of fun, sort of brainstorming a list of what men think is romantic and what women think is romantic because you started helping me brainstorm the men's list. And what I was noticing was that some of your suggestions for what you know a man would think uh, is romantic were actually things that women think are romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just threw out like a couple of things, and then I was like, "That's that's pretty much it, right there." <laughs> and you were like, "But that can't be it," you know. And and the reality is, is that as guys, you know, we're pretty simple. We don't actually require that much. And we're pretty easy to figure out. So let's let's jump into some of the things on the list here because we do have seven ways to romance a man. So the first one was one of the first ones that you talked about, which was write him a love note. And yes, as a guy, I do find that romantic. But honestly, I would not have thought of that and put it on the list. That's so funny because when I like when I leave you little notes in your lunchbox or on your pillow or something, like you actually keep them. And you seem really happy. So I figured for sure I was going to score really high with that idea. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you do score high with that idea when you actually do it. It's just not something I would have thought of. Uh So, you know, there's like, there's like, 
the main things that, you know, a guy would definitely think of if you asked him what's romantic. And then there's a lot of other things that, that you might come up with that we still love and appreciate. We just wouldn't have necessarily thought of. Okay. So that that's one of them. So like, yeah, when you leave me little notes, when you pack me a lunch, if I have a meeting or uh-huh. something, I, I do very much appreciate that. It's very cute. <laughs> Uh, next one is compliment him. So this is this one was really high on my list of mm-hmm. things that I think are romantic. And, you know, by romantic, what are we really talking about? You know, we're talking about things that make us love and appreciate the other person, make us love and appreciate the relationship that we're in, that make us want to uh, do things special for the other person and really nurture that connection, that bond between you. And you know, complimenting us as a man is one of those things that will really do it. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, when teaching women what not to do, we have the opposite on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the criticizing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, you know, when you do the criticizing thing as a woman, you're absolutely killing romance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just hacking it to pieces when you do the criticizing thing. But when you do the complimenting thing, it's amazing. You know, men are not perfect and women are not perfect. And, you know, we have our places where uh, we could do better, Mm -hmm. you know, like we all do. But a a lot of the time, most men are genuinely trying hard. Even if they're completely fucking it up, they're genuinely (laughs) trying. And when they get criticism all the time, it just destroys the romance. But if you compliment us, Uh it's like... Like the the skies opened up, and and you know uh, uh, light beams from God are shining down upon us. Like that's it's like oh my God, she notices, she cares. Like that little thing that I did when I picked the thing up or I fixed the whatever, or I you know like she actually noticed and cares. That that to me at least anyway as a guy, that's hugely romantic. So I have a question because we have two different things here. We have compliment him as one way, and then we have appreciate him as another way. And what I'm really curious is what is really the difference uh, from you your perspective? Because we put them as two different things, and at the same time, they kind of could be bundled together, and I can see how they're not. So well, I'd... you know, yeah, there's a little bit of overlap there. Uh-huh. So a compliment can be an appreciation, uh-huh. but an appreciation can be more than just a compliment. Mm. Right? So, so, you know, I love compliments like, oh, I really like how you did that, you know, that came that turned out really well how you fixed that thing or whatever it oh, is. Oh, thanks for making breakfast. It was so tasty. Yeah, or you know, kind of like, oh wow, the, the breakfast that you made for uh-huh. us was really amazing. Uh-huh. You know? So those are great. And those are our appreciations too, but appreciations can be more about just appreciating who the person is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be about anything specific. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe one of the key differences. Compliments tend to be a little bit more specific. And appreciations may be a little bit bigger, a little bit higher, like bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could just be, I really appreciate the way you show up for me. Mm-hmm. That whenever I need you, you're here. And, you, and I don't even have to ask. So also the difference kind of like in the appreciation, you can share how who the person is makes you feel so good and like how it's making your life better. Well, in the compliment, it's the action. It's the doing that you focus on, right? Yeah, more or less. Okay. I mean, these, these are not hard definitions <laughs> that you can't deviate from, but 
But yeah, so, you know, you, you can compliment somebody when they've done something that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can even compliment them on their appearance or, or whatever it is. And you can also appreciate the person for who they are, appreciate mm-hmm. them for the way they show mm-hmm. up. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Get to our next one. All right, Evan. so next on the list, doing nice <laughs> things for us. Mm. So, so I personally find this to be extremely romantic, which is when you do little things like pack me a lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, there are many times when I know that you're very busy and uh, I know that you don't really have the time to do that. And I'll even tell you, you know, don't worry about it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, don't stress yourself out. You know, there's plenty of food out there in the world. You know, I'll, I'll take care of it. And you're like, no, like I want to do this for you. And then you're like, put little desserts in there and like put a little note in there and stuff. <laughs> and I, I personally find that extremely romantic. And, you know, it's nothing to do with the food. It's just the fact that you care. Mm-hmm. You care enough to go out of your way to do it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be things as simple as um, getting you your towel when you come out of the shower and wrapping you in your yeah. towel or prepping something for you. So, yeah, you were like, okay, doing nice things. Yeah, and, and I think one of the keys to it is, you know, okay, let's say, I mean, this would still be nice, but let's say as a guy I have all these tasks that mm-hmm. I need to do. And, you know, you might offload a little bit of my workload by helping me with a task. That helps. um, But I find when it comes to being romantic, it's the little things that you just you don't have to do and you just do for the sake of doing them. You know, like putting the note in there or getting Mm -hmm. the towel like... I mean, I am perfectly capable of picking up my own towel when I get out. Like, it doesn't doesn't save me anything. It doesn't really help me in any way, but it's really sweet mm-hmm. and romantic. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had uh, write him a love note, compliment him, appreciate him, do nice things. Uh, another one is acknowledging the hard work he does. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, you know, I, you're seeing a theme here <laughs> with, with complimenting and appreciating and acknowledging. Uh, those things really go a long way for us as men. Again, it's like most men are really doing their best and we're trying hard. And, and, and for the most part, we do do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of little things that we're doing as well. And I know the women are going, yeah, well, so are we. Yeah, you are. Absolutely mm-hmm. you are. Um, and so are we whether we're taking out the trash or washing the cars or fixing them when they're broken mm-hmm. or fixing whatever's broken in the house all the time because there's always something. Or doing like the to, last minute like grocery run for, for like something that was forgotten. Yeah, stopping on your way home from a uh-huh. meeting to get whatever's needed or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a million things that we are doing uh, or at least should be doing <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, it's nice to be acknowledged for. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, number six. six on our list. Ooh, sexy outfit or nice dress. Yeah, I would say, I mean, this this borders on uh, sexually stimulating, which is not necessarily the same thing as romantic, but, but you know, either dressing nicely or doing your hair or making yourself, you know, look beautiful and kept is a, to us, a sign that you care about how you look 
in how we perceive you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find that romantic. Uh, you know, you can say, you know, putting on sexy lingerie, but it doesn't even have to be that. It's just putting on a nice dress. Mm-hmm. And think about what that does in your relationship. Think about if every day all you do is get up in the morning, throw your hair in a bun, put on your sweats and do your thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And there mm-hmm. are days where that is absolutely perfectly acceptable. <laughs> but if that's your every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you might be missing something. <laughs> and if the only time you get dressed is when you go see other people, you're also like sharing a message here of like, hey, I'm, I'm dressing up for people that I don't care about and then I don't do anything for those that I care. Oh yeah, that was a great meme that we had mm-hmm. seen floating around with a woman who was like a, basically a mess and it said, this is how I show up for the person I love. Mm-hmm. And then she's all done up with you know, fancy dress and hair and makeup and all that. And this is how I show up for complete and total strangers. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Something's a little backwards there, isn't it? Absolutely. So what's our number seven here, Kevin? Number seven is give us a massage. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously this one was one that I put on the list, (laughs) but I think, I think that what should be obvious at this point in the list and, and I, I admit this is mostly just my point of view, uh, <laughs> things that I think are romantic. But I think what becomes obvious is that they really are little things. They don't need to be grand gestures in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, if we come home and it's been a long, hard work day and you give us a five-minute shoulder massage, mm-hmm. to me, that's romantic. That's connection. We're, we're touching each other and we're just connecting in that way. Those are the things that do it for me, at least, mm-hmm. anyway. It doesn't have to be any grand gesture. You don't have to buy me anything or just, you know, appreciate me, compliment me, acknowledge me, mm-hmm. you know, maybe give me a little massage. Those things, those things will absolutely make me want you. Ooh, how good. <laughs> so there you have it. Seven ways to romance your husband, partner, or him, basically. Um, so let's dive into the woman now. So one thing that I wanted to really um, share before we got into the different ways is um, when what women think is romantic, and it's kind of similar to what Kevin just said, it's more about your actions than it is really just about what you say. So what do you do? And it doesn't always have to be those grand gestures. As a matter of fact, it's about meaningful, frequent acts of love. So it helps if you know your partner's love language, because again, it's going to be different how the love is being received. So both ways, you need to know his love language, you need to know her love language, and you need to make a commitment to speak your partner's love language every single day so that they feel loved. And ultimately, why does she want romance from you? She wants romance from you because she wants to feel wanted and desired by you. She also needs to feel safe and secure with you. So you're playing with these concepts of desires and passion and wants and safety and security. And that's all about what we've been talking in several episodes of the polarity of like playing with these energies. So remember that when you are finding ways to romance her. So let's look at different things here. Um, Number one speak her love language. And I had to put it there because I think a lot of guys, they know what to do, but they just don't do it. 
And then, like, if she told you that what she loves is to be told she's beautiful or is to get little gifts, like, do those things. Absolutely. Do those things. And I think a lot of guys just don't realize what it means to speak somebody's love language. And I think what's so great about the love languages is that it frames it in a way that as men, we can understand it. In other words, you know, if a woman says that she likes a particular thing, we're like, okay, cool. We'll kind of file that away at some point. It's different than saying this is their love language. This is the way they feel loved mm -hmm. from you. Because then all of a sudden we go, oh, that means we need to do it all the time because that's, <laughs> that's the way she gets the signal that we love her and that we care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, say I love you. And I know you say she knows I've told her a thousand times. I don't care how many times you've said it. I don't care that she knows it. She wants to hear it yeah, every and, day. And I don't care how many times we've said it on this show. It needs repeating, <laughs> which is it doesn't matter if she knows it. God, how many times have we heard guys say this? Well, she knows I love her. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you could have just told her five minutes ago. Tell her again. And be creative. I mean, the only way you say, love you, love you. You know, like it's that shortened of the I love you, but like, I don't know, uh, get a towel and make a heart on the floor or like uh, write something on the shower um, mirror or in the bathroom or on the shower glass panel so that when it gets steamy, there's a heart or an I love you. Like be creative. Okay, those are all great ideas. And I know half the guys here are listening and going... Ah, shit, I'll never remember that. Like, this sounds hard now. This sounds like work. So if you can remember those things, great. And rather than just saying love you on the way out the door, just say it like you mean it. That, mm. That's all you really have to do. If you mm -hmm. can do those other things, great. Otherwise, just say, like, look her in the eye and say it with some feeling and emotion. Mm. Yeah. That's all you really have to do. Okay, number three, write a little note. You know, whether it's how she inspires you to be a better man, whether how beautiful she is, whether about your undying love, <laughs> whether it's a beautiful poem that you just read. You don't even need to come up with some cool stuff. Get some good lyrics from a song and uh, give her the song and say, this made me think of you. You know, like those are exactly us. So the song could have been made for us or whatever. Like take somebody else's great work and say that it's just what you wish you could have said to her. Yeah, yeah. It works well. It'll <laughs> It'll make her instantly wet. <laughs> okay, so number four, gift her flowers or something beautiful that reminds you of her. I know the flowers sound cliche, but they really work. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the tip that I learned uh, within the last year or so is you go find where your like, local discount bulk, you know, like wholesale growers, like wholesale flower place is. Because you can get them way cheaper than anywhere else, and they're usually fresher too, you know. And they last longer, and they're yeah, bigger, yeah. like like much more flowers. So it looks like you got like so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just kind of put that in in your loop of your your travels, you know, once every two weeks or something like that. Yeah, put a little alarm, you know, and then it comes up. And it's like flower day, so just think of it. You know, it's a recurring alarm every month for every two weeks, whatever you want to commit to. Try to mix it up, though, so she doesn't figure out what the pattern is. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't know every third Thursday you, uh, you bring flowers. That would still be better than no flowers. Yes. But, you know, try to mix it up a little. <laughs> okay. Number five, dance with her. It's 
slow dance in the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> fast dance in the bedroom, whatever. <laughs> dance with her. <laughs> Why do you think we love to watch those movies where there's like balls and like these big like elaborate things people wear and they go around sliding around the floor and, and then he takes her and like uh, gets this move where she just arches her back and he brings them back up and it's like it's awesome (laughs) yes all right guys don't worry you do not have to live up to any movie scenes (laughs) just just give her a few steps in the kitchen it doesn't matter how bad you are just try not to step on her feet too much and she'll (laughs) love it so much that that's all it takes and just lead her you know uh, truth be told kevin's not really a dancer actually he doesn't like it but he dances with me nearly every day. And we found ways to dance in a way that works. And like he said, it, like he pulled out a few moves. I bet he studied them. And I know he's got them and they rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why, thank you. <laughs> yeah, dancing's never been my thing. It's never been something that I've been particularly interested in, uh, which people kind of laugh at because they're like, you're a musician. I'm like, yeah, I want to play. I want to make the rhythm. Somebody else can move to it, you know? <laughs> you know the funny part is he's also, uh, he does martial arts, right? And a lot of the moves that he shows me, and I go like, he just did, a, you pulled a dance move, and you're like, he's so graceful, and you don't even want to dance? And I'm like, this is like being a tall guy and not playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, from my very practical male point of view, I go, yeah, but there's a point to me doing it when I do it in martial arts. There's like a use for it, you know? Yes, but now you have a use for dancing because... It brings stars into my eyes, well, and then I just yes. love you even more. In that, that, in that case, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six, sing her a song. And if you really don't know how to sing, play her a song. Like the thought, you remember those times? I'm sure our listeners are old enough of like when you made mixtapes for each other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Some of our listeners understand that. The others are like, what's a tape? <laughs> I just make a playlist. <laughs> okay, playlist, a Spotify playlist, whatever that is, you know. But make something with songs, whether you sing it, whether, whether you create a compilation of your favorite love songs. It's just like anytime you do an action that creates emotion, it brings the romance. And music and movement like this create those emotions. Yeah, and as you pointed out before, one of the great things about uh, playing a song that somebody else has already written, they've already done the hard part. (laughs) They've already created the romance. (laughs) You just have to reuse it. Milk it. (laughs) (laughs) And then number seven, take her out. Take her out, plan little surprises. And you know, something that's cool too is there's something that happens when there's anticipation that's being built up. And I know for me, it works really well. If I know that there's like, Kevin tells me, okay, I want you to be ready at seven on Thursday and put on a nice dress and I'm going to take you somewhere. Like the whole excitement and build up is in this anticipation of what's going to happen. And I think I get even more from that than I do from the actual uh, event. Mm -hmm. Um, And so think about that. You can really make it last a long time. 
Because you could be sharing something that's a week ahead and then she can, like, you can start nurturing this idea and talking about it a little bit. And then when that happens, she's already extremely ready for that because she's been prepping herself in her mind, rehearsing lots of scenarios and stuff. And it works out really well. And when you take her out and you take the lead and you're in charge, like she can relax. So remember those feeling safe and secure with you? That's really what happens. She can just be like, wow, he's got me. Absolutely. And it's powerful. (laughs) I wanted to share one more thing as we're coming close to the end here um, about why you want to do romance. And yes, it's for the other, but it's also for yourself. And there's a teacher of ethical behavior in England that wrote in 1930, and his name is Eliyahu Dessler. No clue if I pronounced it properly, but listen to what he said. Love flows in the direction of giving. Love and giving come together. What that means is the one who gives gets to love. So when you give, it, it fosters the love you feel for your partner. And so if you give her attention and little gifts, it, 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 it continues to create those feelings. And if you allow her to give to you, because some guys are like, well, I don't need those things. I don't need to be romanced. I don't need to have those action. But if you don't allow her to give to you, whether it's be- like creating a, a beautiful meal for you or, or massaging you or whatever that is, she doesn't have the opportunity through the giving to cultivate her love for you. Well, I don't know who Dessler is, but I'm going to quote somebody that I do know and appreciate. And it's, uh, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. That's the Beatles. Oh, (laughs) I had no clue. (laughs) He's my musician again. (laughs) So it's, it's really, really important to remember to be givers at all times in your relationship, especially as you've been together for a long time. And again, if you're not sure what she wants and what he wants, take the time, each of you, to write 10 things down on the list, start to document and share it with each other, and then take action and do those romantic actions. Yeah, I love the idea of the list because I know a lot of guys find this romance thing kind of hard. <laughs> and I know I know a lot of women just like think the guys are mind readers and they automatically know what's romantic. We probably don't. Uh-huh. Don't assume that we do. And if you want more romance, simply have a conversation, sit down, write your lists, and then make it a point to do something from the list every now and again. Absolutely. And then same, like we said, some with the guys, you may not think like, some of the ideas like, oh, now that I know, oh, he likes the massages or he likes that, it's so much easier to just give him exactly what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> You'll never be disappointed if you give them exactly what they want. <laughs> and if you already have the cheat sheet, it's pretty easy. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> all right, everybody. We hope that was helpful. That's all the time we have on this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>